This week on Stoner Podcast, you got me. Fuck. <laughs> you got me, and you got Waze coming at you live from Giants Monday Night Football, Giants versus the Cowgirls. Fuck, our play calling sucks. We're going to get into it live right here on the New Jersey Turnpike, southbound, coming at you live right now. Hey guys, welcome to Stern the Podcast episode. I'm not really sure, but hey, thanks for sticking with us all this time. You got me coming at you live, coming from MetLife, Giant Stadium, Monday Night Football, Giant Shit the Bed versus the Cowgirls. You got me in the car, along with my boy Tone. Tone, say what's up. What's up? Right dirty down the dirty Jersey Turnpike. Oh, dude, this. I don't know what's worse. I, listen. I'm a little agitated right now, so you're going to hear me vent. But the play calling of the New York Giants is atrocious. Atrocious. We settle for mediocrity. Field goal after field goal after bullshit draw plays. I, I, I can't stand watching this team do this versus the, Cow- the Cowboys live on Monday night. And they just... They're, they're settling for everything, Tone. It's so annoying. I don't think they took one shot down the field for 20-plus yards. I don't remember one. Do you, do you remember one deep shot down the field? I think the only deep shot they took, they got intercepted at the end of the half. Right, and we, yeah, we, we missed that one. I guess that was their one deep shot, but that wasn't that was their throwaway because they were, there was not much time left in the game, in the, in the half. Giants were up, going into the halftime. They let them take the lead going into the locker room, which killed the game. It was 13-12 to 12 at that point because Rojas, Rosas, fucking guy can't kick a freaking extra point to keep the game tied. So that started us off. And then we went into half. We went for this. Listen, guys, if anybody's ever been to MetLife Stadium, Tell me. You have to write us. Message me on Anchor. Message me on Facebook at Stern the Podcast. But they have this stand, and apparently there's only one stand in the entire stadium of Cheetos popcorn. I love Cheetos. Who doesn't love Cheetos? And by the way, I'm going to say it. Crunchy Cheetos versus Puffy Cheetos. Hands down, Crunchy Cheetos. Right? Crunchy Cheetos are the only way to go. Those puffy Cheetos I'll are for eat, the ladies. I'll eat the puffy Cheetos when the Crunchy Cheetos not available, but time close. Crunchy Cheetos all day. So they put the Cheetos powder on the popcorn. That's not enough. Oh, no. They want up that, and they mix it with Crunchy Cheetos. Crunchy Cheetos and Cheetos popcorn mixed. So we went to go get the Crunchy Cheetos at halftime, and the young lady standing at the fucking popcorn machine goes, eh, yeah, we're sold out. What? How are you sold out? So I said, hey, let me go. Where's the next closest Cheetos popcorn stand? She goes to me. Uh, fail. There is not another Cheetos popcorn stand. How do you not have another Cheetos popcorn stand when you know that's the best thing in the stadium? So, so hands down, by halftime, I was aggravated. should have went home right there. Should have went home. Should have left. Beat this tra- By the way, the traffic... Coming out of MetLife Stadium. Also, 
terrible. Not great, Bob. Work on that shit, New Jersey State Police, because the Meadowlands Expo or whatever you guys are in charge of it, it is really bad. So going into half, it looked promising. We were playing them hard. We had some turnovers. We were doing our thing. And then the play calling. Our thing is to set up field goals and play conservative. Apparently, that's sort our of thing. But they should be being more aggressive. Take more shots down the field. I mean, go for it when you're deep in the red zone, not like on the fringe of the red zone. We were goal. I mean, we were we were third and goal, and then fourth and goal. Let them let make them drive down the field, 90 plus yards. If we're not gonna make it, I'm not gonna make it on fourth. Let them drive down the field. It's better than the punts we've had, so you might as well go for it. So, Giants shit the bed tonight. The the stadium was rocking. It was going good. Danny Dimes did a little bit too much, went for that extra first down and fumbled the ball. That, I mean, when I tell you that fumble sucked the air out of that stadium, it was dead. All you heard were let's go Cowboys chants. It was nauseating. So I don't know what to do. I think just too comfortable with losing, too comfortable with mediocrity. It's gone to the point where it's numb. We're all numb. We're all numb to this shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, Shermer is more than happy to be kicking field goals. And like the jerk-off that was sitting behind me, oh. you got to put points on the board. This guy's arguing with us about putting points on the board when they're, they're doing nothing but scoring touchdowns and we're, we're kicking field goals. Field goals. And we were there, goal line. And I me and Tone are sitting there yelling, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. The guy behind me is like, you're crazy. Kick the field goal. What is wrong with you? We, and we went down by, we were down by, uh, I think we were down by eight at that point. So what is the field goal going to do for you? Five. Big we, deal. Yeah. It put us down by five because we hit it. Look, Whoop-de-doo. I'm not, I'm not a crazy person. Like, if our defense was able to hold them on a, on a consistent basis, then, yeah, we kick the field goal, we get closer. But they're scoring almost at will. They were driving the field all game. It was crazy. Kicked the field goal. And then they kicked the field goal, and what, did, what happened to him? Got up and left. I'm like, where are you going? We're about to kick another field goal. Uh, field goal guy left. Field goal guy leaves. Good job, buddy. Definitely went back out and stuffed two more sausage sandwiches down his fat neck. Oh, God. He's the type of guy by asking permission if he can hang out and make out with a girl. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know who was worse. Field goal guy, raspy voice guy that was yelling for Eli. Oh, yeah. Or or the the dude in the Yama going to try to steal your jacket. Yeah. I thought he said Coke. <laughs> I thought he was asking for Coke. <laughs> These random kids. I, I, I blew up on them. I probably shouldn't have. No, you shouldn't. But I got a little loud with them. They just came out of nowhere in the third quarter. Was like, hey, you got some chips under your seat? We're like, what are you talking about? And then they tried to, like, squeeze into the section. The usher moved them to, like, the open seats that were in front of us. And then the guy had the balls to turn around and tell Tone, hey, that's my buddy's jacket. Let me get his, Let me get that jacket. Let me get that coat. Is that your coat? I thought he said coat. He kept saying, let me get that coat. And I'm like... Are you trying to steal my boy's jacket right now? 
He's like, no, that's my friend's jacket. I'm like, you're insane, kid. You need to go. Let's not forget there was a black cat running out of the field. The black cat, people. The black cat. I, I don't know. I thought at, at first, because we were in the nosebleeds, I thought it might have been a fox. Yeah. Could have been. been a fox. But first quarter, we're winning. Yeah. Black cat runs through the field, runs into the end zone. Security, the troopers are all chasing it around. And we wind up losing. Even the black cat was getting stalled in the red zone for a little bit. He, he did. He stopped at the, like, the two-yard line and looked around for a little while. Where the hell does it? I mean, I don't understand how, how a cat sneaks to the stadium. I can't even get a beer in the stadium. Yeah. And this guy brings in a cat. How do you bring in a cat? I don't know. I think it may be one of the local cat ladies in Rutherford. One of the cats got escaped. Listen, cat lady, leave your black cats out of the stadium because you jinxed us. You jinxed us. Yes, totally. So, the state, I mean, after after the fumble by Daniel Jones, the game was over. Game was over. And all of a sudden, the Giants are starting to look good again on defense. And then third and 12, Third and 12, Dak throws this ball to Jesus himself. The, this guy was so wide open. He parted the seas like Moses. Scores a touchdown, which, by the way, gives little Romo the win in fantasy football also. Unbelievable. Our producer, little Romo, was down. He was out. He needed a little Matt Gallup love. And he had Dallas' defense going, so he got double whammy to take the W. Congratulations oh, to you. Well, it was a shitty night. Um, no Cheetos, popcorn, no win, no aggressive offense. No aggressive no Romo, defense. No Roma won. Didn't help me at all. I'm like right now. Like, it's not good. Not good. Not good at all. So that, that was our night. That was our Monday night. In a nutshell for you guys, if you didn't make it to the game, I hope you could feel the pain in my voice. I have barely, barely my voice left. It's going to be about tomorrow. Terrible. Terrible performance by the Giants. They had Dallas on the ropes. I, I thought we did good. Our performance was good, though. We did good. We had a good show. Yeah. You know, I was loud. You were loud. We were showing. We were waving the towels. You know, we did good. We did good. But... Giants just didn't have the same enthusiasm as the cast of Stern in the podcast did. And then at the end, you know, David Deal, Amani Toomer hanging out on the bench. We're all saying, yo, we are a really shitty team. Come over and say what's up. David Deal, what did he do? He shook his bling at us. I got a picture of him shaking his ring at me. Bro, I'm wearing a, a Barkley jersey and a starter jacket from probably when you were a kid. And you're going to shake the bling at me? Bro, get up. Come say what's up to your fans that are actually coming out. Say hello. Say hello. Tumor. Really, bro? Really, Tumor? You didn't even get up. At least David Deal walked over and got a soda. Hey, yeah. You couldn't even get up. You kind of yelled something from the bench at me. Come on, man. Show you guys some love. Giants fans are coming out for a really shitty team right now. 
Well, so that was Monday night. So, I mean, we're going to go. We could try. We got a, another 15 minutes before we get home on the turnpike here. Yeah. So, let's. Uh, why don't we touch on some of the games okay. that happened over the weekend? Let's talk about some of the big stories. Congratulations to the Miami Dolphins for beating the New York Jets. Jets. I loved it. I gotta see the comment. A lot of people were calling. Yeah. A lot of people were calling for for the Jets to lose this game. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like you can see it a mile away. Everyone called it pretty much. Listen, the Dolphins had probably the best and worst day that they could have had. The following day got smacked right down to reality. Right in the deck, they caught it. Their best receiver that they got yeah. out. Season. Having a great year. Fantastic. Preston. Gone. Injury. ACL. Yeah. IR. IR. See you later. And then they're probably the best. Wow. Wow. They're only running back. They think they still have on the roster. Suspended. Four games. I think this is not his fault. He got busted for PEDs. I think he had no choice. This guy's a third string running back last year for the Bengals. Bengals, third string, not first string, not second, third string, and he gets bolted into the starting position for a pro team. He had to take something. He's like, he's like, he he literally sat in the meeting last week and said, "Wait, you want me to do what? You guys want me? To you want me to be the starting running back? Who got the who got the juice? Who got the juice? I need something. I need help. I can't do this. You know, I was a third stringer on the Bengals, right?" So that didn't last long at all. So he's done. Four-game suspension. Adios. The Bengals become now the official. As I've been saying. I've been saying this, that they are the worst team. Officially become the worst team in the NFL. They are the worst team in the league. By far. It's not even close. I wish they played Miami because they would get smoked by Miami. I said, we need a super flex in the NFL. Dolphins versus the Bengals. Loser takes all. I'd actually watch it. it would I would watch it. I would watch it. Because, I mean, for the Dolphins to win the game almost screws them in the draft. Well, they, they just screwed themselves Monday. They got nothing now. They're going to be like the third pick or the second pick. And... I don't know what to do. I don't understand. If you're gonna lose, you're gonna win. I don't, I don't if you're gonna lose, lose. If you're gonna win, win. Like now, the, the watch the Jets get the first pick overall. Now, what? What are they gonna do? Do, do, do you 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 have Sam Darnold there? I know. So you're not gonna take Tua or Jalen Hearns or or Hertz or Herbert I think, or. I think if they end up getting the first pick, they gotta trade. You have to trade that away. Trade that to a team that needs a quarterback. Listen, I said it on the way. We were talking on the way to the game. Adam Gase has put Sam Darnold behind the eight ball so bad. He has made him such, so much worse than he was last season. It is absolutely ridiculous how bad he looks under Adam Gase and that offense. Yeah, he, he's, I mean, he's a good quarterback. I mean, I, I've seen him. He could, he could definitely play, but I don't know. Gase ruined him. Gase has ruined him. The, those eyes. He looks at Sam Darnold all fucking crazy. I think that's the ghost he sees. 
It's crazy. I can't believe how bad he's made him. I I thought Sam Darnold was going to be a true quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was actually pissed off because I hate the Jets. I was pissed off they actually found a quarterback. Yeah. But now it seems like... It seems like the same old Jets. Business as usual. Business as usual in Florham Park. Yeah. This guy's driving all over the place. Dude. Hey, uh... Guy with the New York license plate driving the Dodge Charger. Settle down. Settle down, buddy. There's no there's nowhere to go. You swerved. This is a fourth lane change in about ten seconds. You've moved one car length. Look at him. Listen, there's been a lot of aggressive driving going on. Leaving the Giants game. Guys I wish the Giants were as aggressive as this guy driving. They need to be as aggressive. Saquon needs to be as aggressive running running through the line. As that guy was driving. Also, back to the Giants. Saquon looks good. 80-yard run. Gets him down to like the 10. And they can't put it in. See, that's the one. Out of all the ones that they should have went for, that's the one. Later in the game, I get the other ones are, you know, before halftime, there's one they could have, you know, maybe go for, maybe not. This is late in the game. You just had a huge play. The biggest play of the entire game by both sides. Huge play. You get down to, I think he made it to 10. I think he was around the 10-yard line. And you, and you can't punch it in on three downs. You don't go for it. That, that, well, I think that was, the, that, that was the drive with the really bad the pass interference. Call. God, listen, I got to touch on this real fast. The replay and the officiating in the NFL this season is infuriating. So, you know, the guy, and he was right. Guy next to us, the seat below us, he would say, I don't know why they're challenging it. They never win it. Yeah, he's right. He's right. The guy clearly was involved in pass interference. On the, Ingram got hit four seconds before the ball even got there. It was shown on the Jumbotron a hundred times. Everybody in the stadium's like, clear pass interference. This jerk off referee comes out. Call on the field stands. Fourth down. Like, what? I really think they just, that challenge that they've implemented. It's pointless. I, no, I think it's for the playoffs. And they won't admit it. But I think they really use it. They're going to use it for the playoffs. Thank they you to the Saints for making football almost manageable. And then to take it away from us by a clear pass interference call not being called. I think that whatever they call on the field for the 99% of the time, it stands. it stands until the playoffs. And the playoffs is going to be, it's going to be called a little closer. If there's something that's on the on the replay that shows the pass interference, I think they're going to overturn it. And then the next drive, Dallas has the ball. They give a massive pass interference call against yeah. the Giants for hand checking. Yeah, it looked normal. I mean, I'll see the replay at home, a little better view of it. But it, to me, it looked like they were just checking hands. Normal, like I would like those. It was a little bit four or five yards ahead of him too. I don't think he could have caught it. I don't think it was a catchable ball. So to make that call was also like right, right after, afterwards. Right after. It was like two plays after that bad pass interference call, plays, yeah. and the stadium erupted. I mean, it, it just erupted by on erupted, these referees. By erupted, man, it means that everyone. Everybody got up and left. That's it. Yes, like a volcano, it evacuated yeah. right out of the stadium. <laughs> it was so bad. We stuck it out as, for, as much as that we could stomach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did. But it was bad. 
I, but I digress. I'm sorry to bring back up the Giants. You know, they're, they're my heart and soul. But I forgot about those pass interference calls and how atrocious the refereeing is this season. I don't know what a pass interference is. To be honest with you, this season has now made me second-guess my life. I don't know what a pass interference call is. Nobody knows. They don't know. How should we know? They don't know. It's crazy. It just depends on however they want to go. So, like I said, back to the NFL as a whole. Dolphins, you screwed yourself. Great job, guys. Suck for Tua. Two is now going to be a uh, a Bengal, which yeah they need a quarterback. Did I mean Andy Dalton's probably at, at the end of his. They benched him. And, they benched him already for somebody. I don't even I know. know. I don't even know who his backup is. Uh, I'm driving. I can't look it up. I forgot. But Andy Dalton's on the bench. Sorry, rifle. He's got he's ginger too. I'm pretty sure. Oh, another ginger spleen. Yeah, Here we go. How do you get two gingers on one team? Ginger team. Ginger team. They are the gingers. Match, 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 yeah. They're the gingers. Cincinnati gingers. Unbelievable. So, Dalton's bench. They're going to suck for Tua. And I'm going to put it out on the airwaves right now. Tua's overrated. Hyped up. He's going to get broken in the NFL. I don't like it. Yeah, usually these guys, they don't pan out. I got three quarterbacks in, in college over Tua. So I think, wait, 27, yes, I need 27 north. I don't want to get lost here, guys. Don't get lost. Don't get lost. The episode will just get longer. So I think in no particular order, I think you got Herbert, Oregon. You got uh, Jalen Hurts, who got replaced by Tua which I don't think he ever should have got replaced in that national championship game, but it did win him a national title. And Jake Fromm out of Georgia. I think maybe Fromm might be my number one coming out of college. So, and then after that, you got to give it to Tua. Yeah, talent. He's a very talented quarterback, but I don't think he translates to the NFL. Yeah, he's not... Kyler Murray translated better than Tua did. Yeah, I, I don't pay, I don't watch the call as much as you do. So I, I, I don't really see these guys play as much. I, I, I usually watch, like, the bigger games or the championship games or the bowl games, but I can't really speak on yeah. Tua translating to NFL. Well, I'll tell you what, to, trans- to transition from to college, the best thing at the Giants game tonight, the Rutgers marching band. Let's, I mean... We got to give it up to the Rutgers marching band. They were great. They were. were, I could barely hear them, but they did all those formations that Ohio State does. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they do it. But they told a story in formations. They did a, uh, well, what did they start out with? They started out with the Liberty Bell. And then they did the 1976. They wrote it out. And they did the 80s. 1976, so 1976 was, we didn't know why oh, they did it. We had, we had no clue why they did it. They said it was a monumental year for the Rutgers football. And it was. And it was. But it took them a whole two songs to tell us why. Yeah. Congratulations to 1976, Rutgers Scarlet Knights, for going undefeated 11-0. Who knew? 11-0 since 1976. Hey, hats off to that 76 squad. 
and we've won probably 11 games since 1976. So congratulations to those guys also. But in real talk, really good performance by the marching band. We watched the whole thing. No, the sad, drab, gray concourse. We did not go into it. We went for looking for those goddamn Cheetos popcorn. So, Cincinnati, back to Cincinnati. I got sidetracked. Good job, marching band. I got um, Cincinnati is going to probably be the number one pick in the draft. Yeah, for sure. Um, but what? Uh, but my question to you is, what is the tiebreaker? If Cincinnati wins a game. Yeah. So you got Miami with one win. I don't think they're going to win. Cincinnati with one win. And the Jets with one win over the Cowboys, by the way. I don't know what the tiebreaker. What would be the tiebreaker? Like points for, points against? You got to see what the first tiebreaker is. Probably would be division record. A divisional record. Yeah. And the only one with the divisional win are the Miami Dolphins. Let me see what Cincinnati's rest of the schedule is. What is Cincinnati looking at for the rest of the year? I want to see if they have any chance to, to actually beat any of these teams. So, this week, week 10, they got the Ravens loss. Loss. Week 11, week 11, they got the Raiders. Loss. I think they'll lose. Raiders got a good defense. Playing very well. They're playing good. They're, they're flying. Josh Jacobs is doing his thing in the backfield. Derek Carr is actually throwing the ball. And they look good. Week 12, Steelers. Pat, divisional. In Cincinnati. You know, those Cincinnati Steelers games, yeah, they're always low-scoring. I'll give them a shot to win that one. Against, maybe, maybe, maybe. Against Rudolph the Red-Nosed quarterback. 13. 13 is going to be the Jets. There we go. Oh! That's going to be oh, it. Oh, that's going to be it. That's gonna be they're going to beat the Jets. Week 13 in Cincinnati. Oh, they're beating the Jets. Okay. All Jets right. on the road. In Cincinnati, All right. week 30, guys, mark this down. It's huge. It's going to be for the pick. Oh, I like it. The next one, too. The Browns. Oh, my. L- listen, oh. I know we're I know we're on Cincinnati right now, but Baker Mayfield's press conference, looking sad. Looking like Uncle Buck. Like Uncle Buck in that trench coat and that terrible mustache. The memes all over the Internet with, with Baker Mayfield. Are hysterical. He was getting between Uncle Buck and the dude from Home Alone. Yes. I yes. Those. I don't understand. They were like, what one year as the quarterback in Cleveland will do to a person. Yeah. He was all smiles and happy and looking good. Draft day. Draft day. And then today's podium is just pathetic. Sad. It's he had, sad. He had, a, he had like a sad look on his face <laughs> with a horrible mustache. Yeah, listen. Baker, I know you just got married. Yeah, I know you don't have nobody to impress anymore. But you got you got to clean up that stash, bro. You're not you're not Gardner, okay? There's only one stash in the NFL. You know it doesn't make any any uh, doesn't help at, at all. They right after you know a lot of the, a lot of the commercials are him cleaning up the stadium. <laughs> he looks like a janitor. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. It's terrible. Baker, less commercials, more playbook. Yeah. Okay. So the divisional win 
Oh, no, it's, it's an out-of-division win, but they will beat the Jets. So everyone will have one win. Let's just let's give everybody one win. Let's give the Dolphins, well, they have it. The Dolphins, we're going to give the Bengals a win. The Jets with their one win. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting thing. So I mean, and the only uh, other I think big point to bring up, one undefeated left in the NFL. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So there were three. Yeah. Three teams enter, one team leaves. Yeah. Congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers. Big turnaround. Jimmy G, and that defense, Definitely the nice. Bosa's. He's definitely, a monster. Definitely not Jimmy G, the responsible party here. No. But, but that tan looks so good on Jimmy G. I'll tell you it again. Man, he I looks think good. He's something like a 11 and 3 as a starter now or something. Crazy like that. Crazy numbers. So the San Francisco 49ers stay undefeated. The Green Bay Packers kind of get embarrassed. I would yeah. say the Green Bay Packers got embarrassed. I don't, I don't understand that. I just can't get it. One week they look like they, they'll kill anybody on offense, and the next week they look like horrible. Horrible. And then it wasn't even a, I mean it wasn't it wasn't like a, a killer defense they were playing. No, absolutely not. I, don't I can't believe they lost. But they lose, and then the, the almighty New England Patriots. Yeah, that's another one where the same thing with the with the Jets losing to Miami. A lot of people were were on the uh, on the Ravens. A yeah, a lot of people were, picked the Ravens. Yeah. I I thought the Patriots were gonna just contain Lamar Jackson. And they weren't going to be able to do anything. Right. But let him throw the ball, dude. Yeah. The Ravens beat up on the Patriots. Yeah, he, I don't. He's he is definitely. They keep saying he's different. He's definitely. He's not. You can't, you can't hold him in the in the pocket, really. No, he's definitely different. You can't contain him. And now with the running game with Mark Ingram. Yeah. And then they got you know Hollywood Brown out there. Yeah. They look good. They look. They look good. They look good. They're they they're definitely a contender. For the Super Bowl this year, I think. I think it's gonna. I think they're gonna play again. I think those two are gonna meet again. And I think uh, the sure. second meeting, Belichick fucking embarrasses them. Yeah, as usual. He got out coached by by Harbaugh. Didn't like it. Okay. You saw he cursed a lot. He was cursing a lot at the end of the fourth quarter. So I don't think he's gonna let that happen twice. But you never know. You never know in the NFL. Any given Sunday. That's what. That's why they say it. I haven't been able to figure it out. For a long time. Um, look, by the looks of my fantasy team, I definitely can't figure it out. No. So, with that being said, guys, I know this is a quick episode. This is our ride home episode. Yeah. Starting the podcast, uh, I don't even know, episode eight? Yeah. Seven? Eight? Seven or eight. One of those. It's it's more than the Giants having wins. Let's more, put it that way. Yeah. More episode than wins. For more episodes than sure. wins for the Giants. So... I know we missed last week. Sorry about that. We had some scheduling snafus. But we're going to try to get you uh, weekly updates again. Once again, starting the podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Leave us a message. Leave us a voicemail. Get up on the air. Um, Let us know about the Cheetos if you have them. Because I still haven't had them. I I would love to hear a true, true review of the Cheetos popcorn. MetLife Stadium. Fuck that. Giant Stadium. Yeah. Fuck that. Sharing it with the Jets. This is some bullshit. Giant Stadium. Let me know if you had them Cheetos popcorn. Because I'm really upset. I might try to make it in my house tonight. Oh, good idea. <laughs> you had to grind up Cheetos. I will grind up Cheetos. Before. Sprinkle it on top of some, yes. some, you know, Jiffy Pop. Yes. 
So, oh man, it's totally Orville. But anyway, I'm home. Garage door is opening. I got to go to bed. I got to go home. Tone. I got to go to my home. Tone's got to go home. I'm home. I got to take off these thermals. I'm sweating. Peace out. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.